Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hi, welcome back to Cocktails and Capital. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Today on episode 17, crazy, I know, episode 17, we are going to be talking about budgeting when you don't really have consistent revenue numbers or your revenue changes uh, based on seasonality of your products, seasonal shopping, um, any type of reason why your revenue might be increasing or decreasing rapidly this episode is for you. We got some feedback on our last episode about budgeting and wanted, uh, some of you guys wanted more tips for budgeting, more strategies. So this is exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to go over three other budgeting strategies that are specifically great for those steep revenue changes or your inconsistent, uh, expenses and things like that. So this is where we're going to go a little bit deeper on the budgeting side of things. So we're going to get started with the profit first budget method. You guys may have heard of profit first before. It is developed by author Mike, Mike Galowitz. I probably got that last name wrong, but bear with me. Here. <laughs> um, there's a really great book called profit first. If you haven't read profit first yet um, or looked into this method at all, I recommend it for quite a lot of people. Um, it fits a lot of different business, um, models, uh, really any business model. I would recommend that if you're going to follow profit first, you definitely do some research on it. Uh, read the book, read some blog articles, visit Mike's website, uh, for profit first and get a feel for the program. Because if you follow it strictly, um, you will see a good amount of profit, um, hitting your checking account quickly, uh, over, over a shorter period of time. However, again, with, just like I said last week, budgets require commitment. And this one especially requires an understanding of its process an understanding of the why of why this budget works, uh, well, and understanding the level of commitment that it requires. So profit first, the idea of it is, is that every dollar that you earn is already tied to a specific account and it is divided up into specific accounts. So there's a predetermined percentage and predetermined dates for when you make these transfers. The four sections of profit first are profit, <laughs> uh, tax, your owner's pay, and your operating expenses. Now in the book, they do say that you can get more granular with this. You can add in more accounts. Um, but the overall basis of it is, is that 20% of every dollar is going to move over to profit. 
10% is going to move to your tax. Owner's pay is going to get 20%, and then your operating expenses are going to get 50%. All of the money starts in one revenue account. So everything's going to flow into one account um, at the beginning of the month if you take all your payments at the beginning of the month, like I do. And then you will, on the 10th and the 25th, transfer funds between all four accounts. If you don't have the money to transfer into those four accounts, then you just don't do it. And eventually uh, your operating expenses will hit a cap where you know that this is the amount of money that I have for operating expenses. And if you have too much money going out of operating expenses than you have put into it, that's kind of the point in Profit First where you just have to cut back on expenses. Uh, you don't move money from your profit over to your operating expenses to cover things. You don't move money from tax over to operating expenses to cover things because those accounts are supposed to be at different banks. So profit first, like I said, do research on it if you want to install this into your business and if you want to employ this budgeting method. Um, there are great profit first blogs and advisors who can help establish a profit first budget. It is really great if you can be consistent on it and if you're committed to it, but it does require that level of commitment that some of these other methods are a little bit more flexible on where you don't have to do it twice a month, but you do have to review it at least monthly, like I said last week. The second option that I have for you is going to be the average budgeting method. So what you do with this is you essentially average out all of your line items over a time period. And then that average is going to be the baseline for your budget for the next time period. So for example, if we want to make a budget for 2023, we're going to look at our whole year for 2022 and all of your revenue lines, you're going to average them out. So say you have a product revenue line item and a service revenue line item. You'll take all 12 months of your product revenue line item and just do an average of it. And then for 2023, that average number is going to get plugged into January, February, March, etc. for the product revenue line item. What this is going to do is it's not as flexible. You're not really doing any projections, but what it's going to do is it's going to give you a baseline so that every month when you do look at your actual versus your budget report or you just pull up income statement and look at your income statement compared to your budget that you had. What it's going to do is it's going to show you whether or not you hit that target baseline, the average of last year compared to what you're doing today. And then as the year goes by, say we're in Q3 of 2023. As the year has gone by, we're definitely hitting way over average on every single line item and we want to kind of rework the budget, take January through June, Q1 to Q2, and average those out and make a new budget for July through December. Establish new average targets for yourself, and that's the way that we keep this uh, flexible. We keep things rolling. We're analyzing. We're reviewing. That's exactly what we're going to do with option number two for working with the average of your prior reports. Okay, so the last option that I have for you is actually a little bit stricter than most. So again, if you're going to do this method, you have to be committed to doing it. 
Uh, otherwise, it's not going to work. But there is some gratitude in this method, and it can be very rewarding depending on how well your business is doing. So this method is called the zero-sum budget. And what we do with this one is we look at one particular month, add up all of our expenses for that month, and that's your budget. That is going to be how much money you need each month to cover your expenses. If you have a month where your revenue ends up being higher than that budget and you pay all your expenses off, you're not going to find more expenses to spend money on. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to take that leftover amount and you're going to move it into a separate account. The separate account, again, kind of like Profit First, could be your uh, profit account, or you could be building a emergency fund for your business. So say that you suddenly want to develop a new product or you want to increase your service value like we've talked about before. At that point, you have this emergency fund, this separate account set up with all this money that you've funneled in there because you have not left any money in your actual operating account at the end of each month. So this is a great way to build up a reserve of funds if that's what you're looking to do. What this can also help you do is do a deep analysis of the expenses that you currently have and see where we can make cuts, see where we can save some money. Like I've talked about before, see what the average is on your cost of goods sold and see if there's a way to get with your suppliers or to find a new supplier for a decrease in that expense. See if they can help you out with that. You can also look at different um, shipping providers. You can look at different um, office supply providers, things like that. Anything that um, will help you save some money, this is a great budget to do that analysis with. And you can continue again to do the analysis over time, update your budget, see where your expenses are, and just save some money in your business and build up a reserve for yourself as well. So that is the three budgeting options that I have for you if your income is kind of shifting every now and then or things might not be as stable as they as you might want them to be. These are great options for your budgeting needs. It is a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys this week, but uh, I wanted to get clear and concise and straight to the point on this. If you have any questions about any of these budgeting methods or the one we talked about last week, please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. It is sarah at tatumaccounting.com. Um, everything is going to be in the show notes for you below. Yeah, if you guys have any questions, let me know. But otherwise, I am so thankful that you tuned in to listen to me today. And I will see you here next week. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.